<laughs> if you saw how bad I was at driving that beer truck, you would uh, you wouldn't even ask that question. But <laughs> I would, I'd, I'd say definitely not a career in, in uh, driving a beer truck. The Country 107 Morning Show with Dave Anthony. All right, pleased to be joined now by star recording artist and incredible baseball player and a guy that can really rock a leather jacket, Jameson Rogers. Thanks for doing this today, Jameson. <laughs> oh, thank you for having me, man. I, you had you had all that kind of okay, but I don't know about the baseball part. I don't know if I was incredible. I was pretty pretty average. See, I don't think that fans maybe know just how skilled you were in baseball, and that's actually what you were doing uh, while you were starting out in music, right? Yeah, it was. You know, I, I, you know, baseball. I played baseball my whole life. Got to play through two and a half years in college, and and uh, you know, I, I was a late bloomer with with music. I didn't pick the guitar up until kind of my baseball journey had come to an end. So, um, picked the guitar up at twenty one and and left uh, left baseball in the dust. Well, it uh, it seems like that was the right choice considering the the way that your career's been going up and up in the music world. But uh, 21, that's late to pick up music. Were you singing before that, though? Yeah, you know, I always, I say yes. I, I love to sing, like, growing up. I was always the guy walking around school, you know, singing, you know, some 90s country songs. But I, I just never took it serious enough to kind of learn guitar. Because um, I, guess, I guess I was just too focused on baseball and, and girls, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's not bad. You got both sides covered. You're the athlete who can sing. I mean, you must have just been, just been, you would have done okay in high school, eh? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, modest too, eh? I like that. Uh, so once you leave baseball and you, you know you start taking music seriously, uh, were you surprised on how quick things were kind of coming your way? And once you really dedicated your yourself to music, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm it. it it's uh they call Nashville a ten year town. So I, I moved here in two thousand and ten, uh, and man, didn't really have much going on until I got my first publishing deal in, at the end of two thousand fourteen. So four solid years before I could even really got my foot in the door, you know, uh, legit foot in the door. So I mean, it's just a grind. And then you know, you add another couple years of writing with a publishing deal on top of that, and before you get a booking booking agent deal, and then Another couple of years, you get a record deal, and then a couple of years later, here we are. So it's, uh, I definitely wouldn't say it moved quick, but um, hey, it, it, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad it, it has taken as long as it has because I, I wouldn't have been ready for it as soon as I, as soon as I moved to Nashville. Yeah, you, you say it's a ten-year town. Now that we're in, you know, 2021, does it make you appreciate the process? Like you just kind of touched on it there, but going through what you did, do you appreciate what you have now even more? Oh yeah, absolutely. Anytime you have to, like they say in life, I mean, anything worth having, you know, you know, uh, it's it's just it's not easy to to get. You know what I mean? It's uh, not a, if, if if everybody could do it, um, you know, everybody would. It wouldn't be a special. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, you know, I, I guess I guess you just kind of got to be young and dumb enough to come up here and <laughs> and, and uh, yeah, I mean, mo- all my other buddies were. You know, having getting married and, and getting real jobs and having kids, and and here I was in Nashville, just kind of, you know, still living the the bachelor life for a while, and and uh, but hey, it, it's all working out. Yeah, whatever makes you happy, right? 
That's right. That's right. Talking with Jameson Rogers. All right, Jameson, for those of us that maybe don't know, can you explain what a publishing deal is and, and how that kind of got you started in music? Yeah, so um, in Nashville, there's a, there's a songwriting community, um, and there's there's publishing companies that will sign writers, and you know they basically pay you um, a salary uh, every year to uh, to write X amount of songs, and they they set your calendar up every week, and you know you go in and write songs with with people Monday through Friday, and um, yeah, it's uh you know they they pitch your songs for you and trying to get them recorded by other artists and and you know publishers nowadays are they're having to take on another role too like they're trying they're kind of having to be like a a mini record label as well just because i mean there's so many artists so many talented people and and you know it's it's limited space on record labels and so um yeah i mean i, I think that's that that's been at least in my journey that's everyone's first step is to get a publishing deal in nashville Fans maybe wouldn't know that uh, you co-penned platinum-selling hits for Florida Georgia Line for Chris Lane. Uh, you know you've worked with Jason Aldean, Luke Bryan. Like you, you've you've done a lot behind the scenes before, kind of taking the center stage. That what was that like, kind of having your songs heard on the radio without maybe knowing or without no, people knowing just how much of an impact you had on those songs? Oh man, I mean that that's why you moved to town, you know, to, to have to write a song on the radio. So. I was fortunate enough to have a couple of them, the Chris Lane and FGL song. They were on the radio at the same time. So I went from having no songs on the radio to kind of two at the same time, which was really cool. Um, and, you know, it gives you, I, I like to call it street cred. You know, you get a little more street cred in Nashville. People, you know, think of you a little differently. You know, they want to write with you a little more. And, and you know, that's anything in life. The, the more success you have, the, the more people want to work with you. But, um. Yeah. No. I mean, you. I mean, I, so I moved to town to kind of be a song. I mean, not to. Kind of, I wanted to be a songwriter. And, you know, that's uh, that's what you work. That's what you work hard for. So it was. It was cool. It's cool. Anytime you get to have a song on the radio. Well, Jameson, in 2019, you signed your record deal. Uh, how much has your life changed since signing that deal? Like, I always wonder because you know artists are doing you know one thing then a record deal and then maybe they change a little bit how much has life changed since you signed that deal in 2019 well it's changed a lot it's been uh it's been one extreme to the other i you know and, and i signed that deal at the beginning of 2019 and all of 2019 i was out i got to tour with luke combs i got to play uh 60 some odd arenas with him and so while i was on tour with that i was going around and meeting everybody um every radio station as well that i could so it was uh it was a it was a grinder of a year to say to say the least uh, i was gone you know five days a week and then 2020 comes and man talk about uh hitting the brakes you know obviously pandemic hits and i haven't played a show with my band in over a year which is the saddest thing ever to say but um seems like there's a light at the end of the tunnel but um, life's definitely changed. I mean, I had my first number one song as an artist, uh, which was, you know, just insane to even say out loud. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a blessed dude right now. No, no complaint. So you had some songs that you wrote on the radio at the same time and uh, that you talked about, then some girls, you know, really takes off. What was it like hearing, you know, you singing that song on the radio for the very first time? Yeah. I mean, it's just surreal. I mean, like I said, you moved to town with big dreams, but 
I guess for me in the back of my mind, it was, you know, it was, it was reachable, but I mean, it's like, you know, you kind of take it with a grain of salt, maybe a little bit, but I don't know. It's, uh, I don't know. It's, I still have no words because it's like, I, I literally cannot believe I get to do this for a living. I mean, I'm just a, I grew up in a little bitty town in Mississippi that, you know, people just don't get to do this for a living. And so I, uh, yeah, I just feel super, super blessed. Tell us a little bit about Some Girls. What was the writing process like? What was it like recording, you know, your your first major hit? And did you know it was going to be a success as soon as it was done? Yeah, so it's funny. I didn't write, uh, you know, all the songs I've, <laughs> I've written. My my first single as an artist, I, I didn't write it, uh, which is totally fine with me. Three of my best buddies wrote it, and uh, I had had the demo of the song for forever and just always kind of told them so my buddies hardy bj solar and jake mitchell wrote the song and i just always we came up together in nashville we were you know we we came up through the trenches together none of us had success uh in the early years and so we would share demos with each other and that was a demo that they had shared with me several years back and and i just always like man if nobody records this song I, it'll have a home with me one day and uh sure enough the stars aligned and i got to do it and as soon as i put it out people were singing the shows and so i was like man this is a this, this this could be a special one and so you know it 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 uh debut singles with new artists usually <laughs> i think it was uh close to a year and a half on the on the charts from from start to finish which is totally cool with me so uh um, yeah, definitely cool just seeing it get to go up the charts and I can't wait to play a show. I haven't played a show um after it's been since it's been number one, so cannot wait to see how fans are singing it now. Oh yeah, that had to be a little a little frustrating to have everything shut down just as you're you know, you got that <laughs> number one and you know, people are gravitating towards you and then all of a sudden, yep, pump the brakes. That had to be a little frustrating. <laughs> yeah, well I mean it's you know, it's nothing you can do about it. It's out of your control and um, it'll all be worth it when we get back. Yeah, uh, talking with Jameson Rogers. All right, you touched on uh, a, a relationship with Hardy, who is incredible, man. Like that guy, I got so much time and respect for that guy as a writer and as a performer. That guy is awesome. Uh, Luke Combs is another guy that's really taken the world by storm. And you mentioned you being on his "Beer Never Broke" his uh, "Beer Never Broke My Heart" tour, playing you know sixty plus arenas. Uh, how do you get onto that tour? Does Luke approach you? Like, how, what's the process like getting on that tour? Yeah, so Luke, me and Luke go back. We he hit me up in, I think it was 2016. This was before his first single "Hurricane" was a hit. Um, he it's funny. He sent me a message on Instagram of all places. <laughs> um, he yeah, I know his his now wife Nicole, girlfriend at the time, had found my very first EP out there and kind of sent it to Luke, and he liked it. So he sent me a message on Instagram, you know, wanting to write, get together, and so. You know, we did. We got together and we wrote and hit it off, became buddies. And, you know, fast forward a couple years, uh, I put out the EP with some girls on it. And uh, he hits me up again, loves it. And uh, he was, that's when he was getting ready. He was planning the arena tour uh, for the following year. And, you know, he he took me under his wing, man. He he called me up and he was like, man, I want you to come out and be the first of three and and, uh, kick some ass. And, I mean, this was before I had any 
interest at all from a record label or anything. And so, you know, for him to do that, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's opened more doors for me than, than uh, I'll ever probably be able to repay him for. Yeah, but uh, and then you get to go on a on a track together, Cold Beer Calling My Name. You know, it's, it, this is another song that's just tracking so well, and it, it's uh, it, it's pretty cool to see you guys like you look like you're legitimately having fun doing this song. And did that really? Is that what the song was about? Just like buddies getting together, and having a good time. Absolutely, man. That's just a, you know we both. When I hit up when I hit up Luke to sing on this song, I, I expected him to say no. You know, just he, he's. He's never featured on anything, and and uh, but luckily I I don't know I guess he I guess he uh he likes me a little bit I guess so he said yeah <laughs> and, uh, you know we both like drinking beer so it's it's just a fun song and uh, lighthearted and so the video was was a was a good time. Just a couple more before we wrap up here, Jameson. Uh, what's coming next for you? I know that you said that you haven't played a show in a while, uh, but there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Is there a plan for some live shows? You may be doing some online streams. I know Luke's done some stuff like that, but what what have you got planned for fans uh, in the near future? Yeah, so I think um, it, it's seeming at the time, you know, it's hard to predict, but it seems like this, when once summertime gets here, June, July, it seems like... Uh, shows are going to come back so definitely looking forward to uh getting back out and playing for some fans face to face and uh in the meantime i'll continue to do some of the live streams and and that kind of stuff and and continue writing uh while i have time because i know when shows come back i'll probably won't get to write a song for a, for another year, <laughs> year. <laughs> how many songs have you got loaded up ready to go oh man i've I mean, I I think I counted the other day. I think I, I wrote around 110 songs from uh, when COVID started to right now. So it's, uh, you know, not all those songs will make it out <laughs> into the world. But, uh, yeah, it, it it's good to have them in your back pocket. Does well for your mental health too, eh? <laughs> exactly. Jameson, we'll wrap up with this. Uh, if this music career for some reason doesn't work out, and it sure doesn't look like it ain't, uh, would you ever consider driving a beer truck full-time, or was that just too difficult and you'd rather just do music? <laughs> if you saw how bad I was at driving that beer truck, you, would, uh, you wouldn't even ask that question. But <laughs> I would, I'd, I'd say definitely not a career in, in uh, driving a beer truck. Good. Stick to music, buddy, because you're awesome at it. Thank you so much for doing this today. I really appreciate it, Jameson. Hey, man. Thank you all for having me. Y'all have a good day. The Country 107 Morning Show with Dave Anthony. Weekday mornings only on Country 107.